Well, here we are, live and in stereo. I'm actually not recording. Now I'm recording. So, this will be the intro, or maybe just a test podcast. Um, possible topic. Uh, let's talk about... Can we talk about higher education, first of all? Like, as... A woman of color that was previously in higher education, I felt like there was a lot of barriers that were there for me. So not only it was, you know, it's hard to not let the institutional structure intimidate you only because institutions are predominantly white. And they are catered predominantly for white people due to the fact that, I mean, it costs so much, right? For one. For two, it's not easily accessible. Sure, you know, there's advertisements and things and what have you, but there's nothing really to guide you other than sheer motivation, right? Uh, Well, at least for me. I can't speak for everybody, but that's what you know that's how it was for me so let's see my life story is pretty typical uh I grew up in a predominantly black household uh my birth parents they you know because of their situation and it was so pressing right it's understandable right you can't take care of a child I understand like so I had to uh, I was handed off to my aunt and uncle, technically speaking, but I still perceive them as my mother and father. That's one thing. Another thing is I was going to a private Christian school that was paid for and it was like three grand a month. I ended up going to a public high school or two public high schools and, you know, initially leaving high school, you know, the pressure of Christina, where are you going to go to school? Christina. You know, what are you going to do with your life after you graduate high school? Which is the million dollar question, right? When you're a teenager and you're like a teenager reaching your prime pretty much because 18 is considered the legal age of an adult here in the United States, but you're able to start working when you're 16 with a permit. However, for me... I still couldn't figure it out and I just kind of went with what I was good at, which is art. I had an artistic talent. I was doing artsy fartsy stuff since I was maybe four or five years old. And it kind of turned into a regular hobby for me. But I truly didn't genuinely think about what am I going to do after high school? Because it's hard, right? How can you choose to want to do something that you've never really seen being done or even really want to know since there's so many things that are being done how can you know everything that's being done and still find a way to hone in on what your interests are maybe I just didn't get out a lot as a kid and maybe I don't know I just didn't know a lot of people when I was a kid but it's it's hard for me to really find my passion because there is so many things out there. So what I did was I went to art school. I went to Academy of Art University in San Francisco and I got my associates in illustration. The original plan was though 
that I was supposed to get my bachelor's in illustration, which of course didn't happen because a lot of the classes there made me realize that why am I being taught how to be or how to express myself, you know? That's something that I have to teach myself as an individual, not, I mean, there's techniques that could be taught, you know, in art when it comes to, you know, art, but it didn't really help me find my artistic style. And so I was struggling a lot with the courses in um, undergrad at AAU. So I just decided to pick up and leave with an associates. And that's what happened. Fast forward to, so that was, I graduated in 2010. Fast forward to like 2016, I was like, hmm, I want to go back to school. Now, mind you, from like 2010 to 2016, I was working, going from job to job, you know, Cinemark, movie theater, uh, county job, um, Six Flags, Smart and Final, you name it. Like, (laughs) Home Depot. Uh, I did work at the Home Depot from 2017 until 2020, which is when the pandemic hit really bad. So I decided to take the sick and personal leave because of COVID. And I didn't want to put my parents at risk, even though everybody was at risk at this point. But I genuinely, sorry, my, my TV was going off. Genuinely, I'm glad I took the time off because I was able to kind of rejuvenate and relax. Uh, COVID was a scary time. You know, it was everybody was really uncertain about it. But anyways, I started going back to school in 2016. From 2017, so I hadn't really figured out what I wanted to major in yet at this point. So 2017 to 2000. Was 2017 right to 2018? Around that time, I was in community college. Eventually, in 2020, I transferred to California State University Northridge and claimed my major. Claimed my major in psychology. I was torn between psychology and computer science, and boy, when I tell you. I wish I had gotten my associates or not associates, but a a degree in conjunction with my psychology, which is computer science, because as the world is changing around us every day, I am realizing that there is a scarcity in computer science when it comes to tech, right? There's a scarcity of people who want to actually major in computer science, which is very interesting to me because I would think it's the opposite. I would think that there's a high demand, but apparently there's not. So right now I'm in the process of starting this podcast because I want to speak on my experience as somebody who struggled with their identity pretty much their whole life. Um, I was treated as like, you know, popular girl, you're cute, pretty, whatever. But coming from a family where my aunt, my uncle, or my mom and dad are black, they're strictly black. And growing up in a black household, there is 
pressure, right? Like I'm I'm also half black. I'm Korean and I'm I'm black. And this is just me being transparent and I want to be able to share my story because other people may it may resonate with other people. And because I struggle so much with finding my identity and re- what I really wanted to do with my life and I'm still I'm still struggling to find something to be passionate in and it's really hard because of the, of the pandemic and I just it's tough um and with my relationship and things going on like that's a little bit more personal but as far as me and who I am Christina I'm still trying to find myself I'm still trying to figure out who I am and see my value like my self-worth in 2023, ever since 2023, I made a promise to myself, like since 2023 started, I made a promise to myself that I would not neglect myself any longer because I have to do this for myself because nobody's going to do it for me. Right. And I was in a funk for like three weeks leading up to Christmas and New Year's. And I really just want to get my shit together. I want to be able to have goals and do things that mean something instead of empty, you know, actions, right? Like I want to do meaningful tasks, excuse me, whether it's to help people or share my story, right? Apologize for the background noise. I would like to share my story and help people around me, people my age, people who may want to seek another opinion or just another perspective that's what I want to do and for the sake and purpose of time and the topics I would like to keep my podcast at about 30 minutes per podcast but these podcasts will be various topics I've already got some in mind I'd like to talk about mental health in the BIPOC communities, even in California, Los Angeles area. Um, I'd like to talk about BIPOC individuals and their journeys through higher education because people who come from minoritized families, right, we usually pave the way for our families and make something for ourselves because our families helped get us to where we were today somehow because they may have had a hard life and it's about enjoying and having purpose in whatever you do to be able to carry on that legacy to reflect the same hard work and the same dedication that your families have brought you like have used to bring you to where you are right so you're continuing a legacy and that means a lot when it comes to family because you're representing you're creating opportunity you're your your voice is you're making yourself a bigger voice like you're giving yourself a bigger voice more credibility you're leading by example you're representing your communities right some other topics include relationships BIPOC relationships Hispanic Latinas Latines Latinx like black love in the black community, right? Like, and this is just me speaking on, speaking from a person of color and my perspective, right? This doesn't 
this is not a general umbrella of things that, you know, I mean, it is, it's an umbrella of things that occur. Sorry. Because there's no cookie cutter way to really lay things out on how other people see things. It's more so of just, let's hear your story and let's try to make some sense of it and see if it aligns, you know, like if it aligns with what you believe or what you strive to be or what you wish to be or when you lead by example. So it's kind of like inspirational, right? So I'm going to conclude this little intro. (laughs) This is just giving a general synopsis of what my podcast will be focused on. And I hope you all have a great evening, morning, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. Uh, And welcome to Taboos of Dina.